0: What do you do when your workout is no longer working you out? Whether you're a walker, runner, weightlifter, or attend fitness classes, after a while, your body becomes accustomed to that exercise and you find yourself at a plateau. More than likely, you're exercising to become stronger, faster, fitter, or flexible. Whatever the reason, our time is valuable and we want that exercise time to pay us the biggest dividends. To help us understand why we're at a plateau and how to get off of it, we're talking to exercise specialist Spencer Bailey from the Center for Healthy Living at Sarah Bush Lincoln. Spencer will give us several ideas we can implement today so we can get the most out of our exercise routine. We'll be right back after this. Regular exercise is fundamental in chronic illness management, weight loss, and overall health maintenance. The 120-day Healthy Living Medical Exercise Program at Sarah Bush Lincoln provides a custom-designed exercise and lifestyle program to help you achieve your goals and manage chronic illness. You'll work one-on-one with our certified personal trainers who will tailor a program to meet your goals, with options and tools to make meaningful, positive changes. The program also includes a consultation with a registered dietitian. Provider referral is required to be a part of the program. To learn more, contact the Center for Healthy Living at Sarah Bush Lincoln at 217-238-3488 or visit our website at sarabushorg slash center for healthy living. Thanks for listening to Health Styles, the podcast. I'm your host, Lori Banks, and today I'm with Spencer Bailey, exercise specialist here at the Center for Healthy Living, located on the main campus of Sarah Bush Lincoln. Uh, Spencer, before we get into the discussion, tell people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what your role is here at Center.
1: Um, So I'm an exercise specialist, like you said, uh, here at Sarah Bush, the Center for Healthy Living. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science from Illinois State and a master's degree in exercise physiology from Eastern Illinois.
0: So tell us about the the clientele that you are training here at the center.
1: Right. So we see a wide variety of people. Uh, We do have the medical exercise program, which allows us to see Anybody from PT, weight loss, um, the cancer center, just a wide assortment, uh, basically. And we kind of use our skills to make appropriate exercise programs uh, dependent on the person and their circumstance and what they enjoy doing pretty much.
0: So you're not training elite athletes is what you're saying. These are regular people. These are
1: regular people. We do see um, a lot of employees, too, which we would, you know, they're considered normally healthy people but they still need a little bit of encouragement or ideas on how to approach their exercise.
0: So, regular people and I in full disclosure I will say that I have worked with Spencer quite a bit on some personal training. So, if you're not familiar with what the Center for Healthy Living is, what it is is basically a fitness facility located here at Seribuish Lincoln and people who are part of what he called the medical exercise program can work out here as well as Seribuish Lincoln employees but we also have a cooperative agreement with the Mattoon YMCA. So those folks, if they add the center on their membership, they can go to both, right? Right. That covers it, okay. So today's podcast is really about when your workout is no longer working for you or no longer working you out in the way that you want it to. So my first question is, what are some signs that your workout has become less effective?
1: So there's two ways to approach that if you're doing too much, uh, let's start with that. If you feel like you're in pain or you're chronically tired, it might be a good idea to scale it back and you would start seeing more progress um, eventually from that scale back and eventually you could put your body under the original stress that you had intended. On the other hand, we would see uh, one person who has been doing an exercise routine for a while and has reached what we call a plateau. Uh, basically just kind of leveling out and not making the gains that they would like to, regardless of what type of exercise. They're not running as fast, they're not uh, running for as long, or let's say they're not lifting as much weight or weight loss, any, any sort of health aspect that you're trying to get out of it, uh, exercise, they're not seeing that.
0: So basically, you get done with your workout, and you're like, huh, I don't know that that was really worth it. Right. You're not really tired at the end, or you're like, huh, I've been lifting this same weight for the last three months. Mm-hmm. So when nothing is changing, yeah. for the better, <laughs> right? Exactly. All right. So how often then should we be changing what we're doing? Because you know, we, we like our routines, and we like coming to the gym and doing A, B, and C, but that is not always good.
1: Right. Um, So the answer to that question and a way we kind of answer a lot of things when it comes to exercise is it depends. Um, So when we're working through an exercise program we like to apply what we call progressive overload which is just gradual increases of the stress placed on the body. Uh, Whether you're running harder more often lifting more weights that would be the basic place to start is first of all adding more frequency so coming in and exercising more often through the week Um, and then adjusting the time and volume Uh, time being more time you spend either doing cardio or volume meaning do more doing more sets reps or weight on a, a lift and then from there um, you can adjust the range of motion, which is just as important. Going through a further range of motion is, of course, going to make things harder. Um, and then the intensity when it comes to, you know, cardio, of course, running faster or moving faster or pushing more resistance. Let's say it's on elliptical. You can add weight or uh, resistance to that. Um, and then for strength training, again, adding more resistance would be the increase on intensity on that. Um, If all else fails, maybe it's time to kind of approach it from a different viewpoint. Um, Either changing the stimulus or the training style that you're doing by just kind of exploring things. You know, it's always a good idea to ask for help if you need it and find different ways by working with an exercise specialist to accompany your goal, essentially. Uh, Let's say you come in. For five days a week, you're already at the maximum frequency that you would like to accomplish throughout the week. If your goal is to improve your cardiovascular endurance, you could come in instead of running at a steady state. Try an interval exercise workout, working just to start. For example, thirty seconds of a higher intensity uh, running, you know, maybe a sprint, and then backing off a little bit to a steadier pace. Um, a jog or a walk, even just bouncing back and, tweet, back and forth between those two things has shown to improve cardiovascular endurance, gives you a new stimulus, and then in turn can eventually improve on whatever you're trying to improve. When it comes to things like strength training, it's always a good idea to kind of keep basic movement patterns in a program, like a squat, uh, hinge, push, pull uh, movements, that being said, you can change the movement in a different variation, whether that be where you load the weight at, like let's take a squat, for example, loading it from the back is going to provide a different stimulus as opposed to doing a front squat where you're loading it on the front side of your body. Or so
0: when, when you say loading, you mean where you're just where you're placing the, the weights? Weight. Yes, okay.
1: yes. Um, or trying a single arm or single leg of variation. For example, um, instead of doing things with both legs or both arms, trying a single arm or single leg variation where you're just moving in that same pattern, but making it harder by loading one side at a time.
0: Spencer, as we're sitting here, and looking at people working out. Um, People work out in lots of different ways. Some people walk, run, lift weights. Let's kind of go through some of the major ways in which people work out and how they can change up that workout to make it more effective. So let's start with our folks that really like to walk, whether it's on a track, outside, on a treadmill, or on an elliptical machine. What can they do to get more out of that kind of workout?
1: So they can get more out of it. Again, starting with the basics by increasing the frequency, the amount of time they spend, and then eventually the intensity. Um, If you're looking for a new stimulus to improve on that, you know, once you get to a certain point, again, you're going to plateau. You could definitely try uh, interval training. Again, uh, walking a little bit faster and then slowing down to a normal pace off and on for a set amount of time. Uh, That being said, you might also include different types of training. Uh, Strength training has been shown to improve on different cardio variations that you might enjoy. If you're strengthening your legs, of course you're going to walk a little bit better. You're gonna be able to support yourself a little bit better. That being said, it also goes vice versa. If you're improving your cardio, you're gonna be able to recover from lifting weights a lot better.
0: Let's talk about another group of people, the people who like to lift weights.
1: So people that like to lift weights, uh, like I just mentioned, you know, increasing the frequency, the amount you're doing and then the intensity. On top of that, you would also like to work through a greater range of motion, but including a different type of exercise like cardio will translate and Uh, Provide a little bit of help with there different things that you could also try for improving your uh, strength are changing the tempo so Instead of working at a one second Down phase and a one second up phase for example, you could make it a little bit slower Let's say three seconds on the down phase and one second on the up phase It just kind of provides a different stimulus. It makes it a lot harder too. Um, even though it might not sound like one second and three seconds is a big difference. Trust me, it can make a a big difference. Uh, Other ways that you can change your strength training is by either doing a single arm or single leg variations. Uh, The movement pattern would be the same, but you're loading one side or the other, making it a lot harder. It all kind of depends on your capability and your enjoyment of exercise. If you're not enjoying it, you're not going to want to come in and do it, and that's what, we, that's what we want. We want people to enjoy exercise because it's been shown they're more likely to come back and do it again.
0: Spencer, I want to just toss in something that I personally did. I kind of like to take, like, three different exercises. So maybe it's a leg, a cardio, and an arm, and do them three times through. But, you know, it's a leg, cardio, arm, leg, cardio. Well, the other day I did all the legs, three of them in a row, all of the arms three in a row, and all of the cardio three in a row. And it was a completely different workout. <laughs> I was beat by the time I was done. Just because I had been doing it the other way for so long, and then just that change in the pattern by the third set, especially like of the cardio, it was really tough. <laughs> so that's a, that's my suggestion right there for a way to change things up
1: right and that's that is a good suggestion um, sometimes just changing the order of things can make a big difference like instead of giving your muscles like your legs time to recover by doing cardio or an arm or exercise you're making them work all at once and once our muscles are starting to fatigue that's when they're breaking down the most and of course if you're recovering recovering adequately getting in protein and lots of sleep those tears are going to be filled back up and you come back stronger
0: let's talk about another way that people love to exercise and that is with instructor-led classes Uh, what can what can we do to make get the most out of that kind of workout
1: so to get the most out of that type of workout um, is to first of all push yourself to get the most out of the exercises that are given Um, any good instructor is going to have Different, uh, different progressions of an exercise to either make it easier on you or harder on you. You need to work to your level, of course, but to get the most out of it, try that harder variation, uh, harder progression, and see if you can do it, for maybe not all the entirety of the class, but uh, maybe one round or two rounds or however many you go through.
0: Spencer, we, we take all this great advice you're giving us and we, we implement these changes. How long should it take for us to see results um, in our body, in changes?
1: So generally, you're gonna see changes in your body in about two to three months. Um, after two to three months, if you're continuing to see progression on whatever aspect you're trying to change, I would suggest that you stick with what you're doing given that you enjoy it, um, until you reach that plateau. Then it's time to start exploring different options, um, like we talked about earlier, increasing different frequencies, times, intensity, or maybe trying a different exercise or a different form of exercise.
0: What is your advice for people um, in, if they're gonna change things up to safely do that so they don't end up injuring themselves and then they can't do anything at all?
1: Every exercise routine should start with a warm-up phase. Uh, Five to ten minutes with uh, including a bout of of cardio that's going to raise your core temperature, makes it safer for us to put stresses on our body in our main program. Uh, But that could also include stretches that are specific to the type of exercise you're going to do. That being said, those warm-up stretches can also be just practicing whatever form of exercise that you want to be uh, putting yourself through, but at a lighter intensity. So let's say I'm going to go with the squat again because I love squatting. Instead of going right for it and putting a bar across your back or your shoulders, go through a bodyweight squat. You know, change the tempo, go slowly, just so you know that you're doing it correctly. Watch your form. Um, ask for advice if you need it, of course. Um, and then start progressively adding weight towards the amount you're going to use, okay? On top of that, it's also important to continue to work on proper recovery techniques. You know, eating properly, getting plenty of sleep, and then even on off days, moving a little bit. That's gonna be a big component of recovering. A big thing a lot of people will do is lift way too much way too soon. Um, our body progresses and adapts to the stresses that we put it under. But it is is a process. And one of the most important things is to check your ego.
0: Spencer, I want you to give us some sound advice on how we can talk ourselves into the idea that we can do more and we can get out of our comfort zone. Because I know it's easy for me to get into that. I'm sure it's Easy for a lot of our folks that were listening. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in that boat too.
1: So a good way is to first of all remind yourself why you started doing this. Um, another another way to convince yourself to do a little bit more is to set small little goals that you that are achievable. You know, it's always a good feeling to achieve those goals. Whether it's lifting five more pounds the next time you come in, or running for a minute longer the next time you come in. Um, Exercise is challenging, and it should challenge you. Uh, that's how we get the health benefits out of it, and that's how we translate it into our everyday life to make simple tasks a lot easier on ourselves.
0: Spencer, the last time we did podcast on fitness, we had Adam Shook, who is your coworker and also another trainer here, and I asked him this question: A or number one, what is your favorite exercise? What's your favorite go-to?
1: Um, It has changed a lot over my time being a regular exerciser uh, but currently my favorite is the back squat. Um, It's a variation on a squat that you would see traditionally but it might not be for everyone. It just feels a lot better on my body and I like to I like the amount of weight that I can move on it. So it kind of makes me feel good about myself. feel
0: like a superhero. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So I had asked Adam this question too. When you, you know, see people doing stuff, you would like to say, oh, quit doing that. That's not really doing anything for you. Or, um, you know, that might be doing you more harm than good. What sort of exercises would that be?
1: I would like to tell people to stop trying to work through pain. Um, we'll get asked all the time, my shoulder or my knee hurts when I do this, how do I make it stop hurting so I can continue to do it? And a lot of times our first answer is, have you tried letting it rest for a little while? Not a lot of people like that answer, but it is good sound advice. Uh, there's a lot of muscles on your body that deserve to be strengthened just as much as your favorite ones. Um, work those while you heal. If you if things continue to hurt, it may be time for you to have that area looked at. At the very least, reevaluate your plan.
0: So if it hurts, quit doing it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> doing it more isn't going to make it probably any better. Exactly. There might be something else going on. Or... There's another way. That, that's the beauty of fitness and exercise. There's always more than one way to work out a muscle.
1: Exactly. We have a thousand different exercise variations in our bank. Just ask us a question. We'll help you work through something.
0: Spencer, run us through some precautions that we should take as we're considering changing up our workout so we don't get injured.
1: Um, listen to your body. Uh, if pain's occurring, it, it's a good sign that you need to back off a little bit. Uh, Soreness is a natural part of exercise um, and typically it comes from a new stimulus, whether that's you adding more weight or running farther, walking farther, or just changing things entirely different, doing a different exercise. If it lasts for more than three or four days, you probably did a little too much. Next time you come around to it, just scale it back a little bit. Uh, Your body will adapt to the soreness and it will lessen
0: over time. All right, Spencer, this has all been great advice. Thank you so much for taking time to visit with us. Thank you for listening to Health Styles, presented by Sarah Bush Lincoln. I'm your host, Lori Banks. For more information about the Center for Healthy Living, just visit sarabush.org. And remember to consult your health care providers before starting or changing an exercise program, or if you have questions or concerns. Be sure to get notified of when new podcasts are added by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Of course, you can always listen to our shows on our website at sarahbush.org podcasts.